Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. All right, everybody, on the alert. Here goes. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert update. A quick look at what's happening in entertainment. So much dirt. On My Talk. My Talk. Well, this is going to be juicy, juicy. The television show on AMC hosted by comedian Chris Hardwick will not air as scheduled. The network said on Saturday following allegations from an ex-girlfriend, Chloe Dykstra, that he had emotionally and sexually abused her. Um, this came in an essay she posted on Medium on Thursday, claiming that um, the, he repeatedly sexually assaulted her during their relationship and enforced restrictive rules. Yeah, and everyone, and I shouldn't say everyone, there's a lot of people that are in business with him that are taking a look, including NBC, because remember, Chris hosts the game show The Wall. Yes. So, so NBC released a statement saying they are assessing their relationship. So it it is just um, obviously victim first. Let me be very clear. Obviously, we're thinking of the accusations, but on a business, um, re- I, I, in a business way, it is extraordinary. Back in the day, it was like drugs and uh, alcohol could take down a career. Now, at with social media and the internet, mm-hmm. uh, one story. It's amazing how quickly this spread and how it can it, it can take somebody down can again. We- I'm just saying, victim first. I'm just talking with the business aspect. This this was under this was seven hours and his career was destroyed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I, I I have concerns about that too. I do too. I I do. I I do because what if you know what if it turns out? But again, I'm not saying I don't believe the victim. No, I know it's I'm, so hard to even talk about sense, this. But, yeah, but yeah. But here's yeah. what I will say: because victim first, I'm with you. If this person has a predatory behavior past, Mm -hmm. likely those things start to come to the forefront and you hear more. So I always feel like at this juncture, there's more that these stations, these business relationships know about Mm -hmm. than than we're knowing. Like maybe there's been staff situations. Maybe there's been personnel issues. Like maybe it was something that was known and uh, she just didn't speak out about it. She actually never named him personally. She just said an ex Which is very, I think that's very, I, I don't know if you guys want to talk about this here, but. Yeah, no, yeah. No, we'll talk about, we'll, we'll talk about a little bit more because yeah. we're running out of music. I think it's, um, I think it's hard to, because he wasn't named by name, mm-hmm. that they're taking action based on an accusation that isn't even naming the person leads me to believe that there's got to be more to this story mm-hmm. that we are just not hearing. Like they had yeah. other concerns. 
Yeah. Right, right. Okay, so this weekend, Incredibles 2 uh, broke some records, $180 million. Um, that landed the superhero sequel, the best debut of all time for an animated film. And it was previously from Finding Dory, which had $135 million in 2016. Crazy amount yes, of money. Yes, uh, And then, let's see. Um, I think we're just going to move on to yeah. The Bachelorette on tonight. Uh, we also have Don Cheadle. He's guesting on Running Wild with Bear Grylls, which should definitely be interesting on NBC. <laughs> Can't wait for that. And that's the latest dirt. You can find more at my talk, 1071.com. Greatest update ever. Dirt Alert updates at the top of every hour. Plus, get extended Dirt Alerts at 820, 1220, and 520. Keep me updated. Dave. And now, Jason and Alexis in the morning with producer Don on my talk, everything entertainment. Welcome back, everybody. Jason and Alexis in the morning, the 8 o'clock hour. Approaching 8.06 as you make your way through your day to work, to errands, dropping the kiddos off. I'm Jace. Alexis is off. Our good buddy Stephanie Hansen filling in today, tomorrow, and Wednesday. And Don McLean is here as well. Hope you guys, you guys had a... Yes, go ahead, sweetie. There's such good new music. Did someone put new music in? Mm-hmm. This is good. This is... Uh, what is this? Broken mm-hmm. by Lovely, the band. We've just had like a lot of cool, great tunes this morning for a Monday. Yeah. Good tunage, Stephanie Hansen. Tunage. Yeah. Tunage. Hey, uh, Pride Weekend is this weekend, everybody. Uh, your favorite, uh, some of the My Talk hosts will be in the Pride Parade waving. Hey, hey, girl. Hey, girl. Hey, girl. So uh, come down and see us this Sunday. Uh, Don, you'll be there, right? I will, of course, yes. Okay, yeah, yeah. Uh, I wonder if Lori, are Lori and Julia going to be there <laughs> this year? Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. I'm just well, laughing just... because of I remember last year. Yeah. Um, you know, Rocco puts together a mix of he asks us what songs do you want to play on the float. Yeah. And um they were taking it upon themselves to skip forward through songs that they personally didn't like. Oh, of course they did. <laughs> yeah. That is hilarious. What is this? Who who picked this? I don't, I don't like this. I don't Oh, this is terrible. Nobody can dance. Oh god. Can we move past this? Oh, goodness gracious. I love it. I love it. (laughs) I wasn't there last year. I was at my high school reunion, my 25th high school reunion. It was the the first My Talk Pride that I I missed. Um, So I (laughs) I didn't see that. That is hysterical. Jason, you went to your 25th high school reunion? I did. Barely anyone. Yeah. 20th. 20th. I'm sorry. Was it 20? No, 25th. Okay. 25. Okay. Yeah. Now, can I pick at that just a little bit? Go ahead. Okay. So my <laughs> thoughts are that you didn't have a great high school experience. So it's yeah. surprising to me that you went back to the reunion. Yeah, I was more junior high. A valid question. Um, and I think it's because I've kind of, uh, I think in some ways, but actually not in a lot of ways it was demonstrated this weekend um i I kind of kind of risen above some of the the issues that i had back there so i feel a little bit more confident so no it was uh and i was you know proud to show off my husband and okay um, that's my next question the personal part so in some ways because i was just telling a story to a friend i went back to my five-year reunion and i wore a suit yeah and she was like, you wore a suit? I was like, yes, I wanted those people to know 
that I had made myself something. Oh, like five year reunion. Yeah. Like I wanted to, it was important to me for whatever reason to be like, look, you people, I have become something. I am a businesswoman. I am wearing a suit to the reunion. (laughs) And you're what? 23. Yeah, Yeah. basically. What a loser. (laughs) Um, (laughs) But so Jace, was it important to you to like go back to the scene of the crime almost and like show like, Hey guys, look at me. I'm successful. In a, you know, because that's what yeah. I was trying to do. Yeah. Yeah. Probably, probably a little bit of that. Yeah. And being why very, wouldn't I mean, you? Being honest, yeah, a little bit of that. Um, I have and you pride. have a hot I husband. Have, yeah, I have I have pride in, in what we've been able to do. And um, yeah, I'm yes. sure there was some of that. And of course. Plus, I, I, I have some, you know, none of them came. They all canceled. But I, <laughs> I have a lot of high school. I'm lucky. I'm very blessed that I have a core group of friends that I am still incredibly close to my, I always talk about my high school five. So, um, none of them were there, but, uh, well, actually one of them was there. Um, so I was hoping to see them. Yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't an unpleasant experience. I had a really good weekend. So it was, did it meet your expectations or was it better than you thought? No, it didn't meet the expectations because it was poorly attended. So it was a little disappointing in that regard. But, um, okay, but, yeah, at, at my reunion, like people, uh, every reunion we've had, and I went to Bloomington Jefferson, so you people listening know who you are. People like hooked oh, up, oh, gosh, whoa, like n- n- in present nook? day, uh, nookity nook, whoa, nook at five, nook at 10. I don't know what the 25 would be like. Oh, wow, I know it was really interesting that people were still getting the nooky nook. At, at the high school reunions. Yeah, I wasn't, oh, of course, because never did then. Wasn't going to in my peach suit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> peach, but peach suit. I wore a peach suit. It's not what a woman the, in a peach suit would do. I, I was so, well, in that, yeah, exactly. In that vein, I was hoping to see one of my bullies because he was, he was hot. And I was wondering if he was still going to be. And I think that he is because I've seen pictures of him on Facebook. Um, I was hoping that he was going to be there so I could see him, but uh, he was not there. A lot of times so, people so. that bully you don't even remember that they did it. Oh, yes, that happened so to me. strange yes. because I unfortunately said something to someone that was very mean to me um, when uh, because I got pregnant in high school. And for the most part, everybody was very nice to me, including my school. Um, but then there was one kid who said some really rude stuff and always made me feel really bad and left out like I wasn't having a hard enough time as right. it was. Um, and so I let him know oh. in, in one way or another. I was like, well, you called me a blankety blank blank. Don't you remember that? Because he kind of asked why we hadn't kept in touch. And what did yeah. he say? <laughs> he was like, I did. And I was like, yeah. And then after I said it, I, I had been harboring that for so long because it was extremely embarrassing and just humiliating and oh it was just a bad bad time for me um he was so embarrassed that it made me feel bad i wish i wouldn't have said it you know that's interesting i got it off my chest but then i regretted it i was like i shouldn't have done that i shouldn't have said that and later i apologized because his wife was standing there you know yeah you know i'm basically outing him as a bully in front of her and and it also made other people feel uncomfortable. And I was like, wow, I really shouldn't have done that. Don't you think, too, like a lot of times, and I think I've learned this more with age, that 
what is happening in the moment and you think are slights and you think the person is like doing things to you or mm-hmm. thinking things about you when you replay it or when you actually confront that situation, whatever's going on is so much about them and like has nothing to do with yeah. you. They don't even yeah. remember. It's not even on their radar. You think someone's spending all this time trying to undermine you and they're just not. They're yeah. just, it's just maybe they're self-centered or maybe they're just not even thinking about you at all. Oh yeah. That's or, usually the case. Or in my case, a couple, a couple of the bullies, there's one in particular, you know, he was acting out against me because he, he himself, he was gay. Of course. So I, I was like a mirror that he didn't want to look at in his oh, face. It's yeah. the same reason I think my father shunned me. Um, my father is deceased. Um, you know, we were not close at all. I, I say this all the time. And I kind of made this revelation uh, with my Uncle Ed on the way back from my father's funeral. And it kind of hit me like a brick truck because my, I think my dad was gay. Yeah. And he was embarrassed of me. I mean, my father wanted absolutely nothing to do with me. Yeah. Um, nothing to do with me. Um, and Dar kind of had to pick up the pieces and be both father and mother. Um, and it wasn't until, it wasn't until the funeral in 2003, um, that I kind of realized that. And, and, and it's, it was applicable to my main bully who is now one of my dearest friends, probably my, my dearest male friend, Jason Diener. I've referred to him over the years. He's a police officer uh, in San Diego. Um, he was my main bully. And years later we became friends and he revealed to me that he was gay and talked about how beating the living crap out of me was a way of uh, it was trying to hide mm-hmm. his secret because he didn't want to face it. So it was easier to make oh, fun of me than to age. deal with his inner struggle. Oh. Does it help you make peace with the memories of your dad too, knowing that maybe that was his motivation? Yeah, I was I was really bitter for a very long time. Of course, um, I, I, I well, didn't understand it. I didn't, uh, you know, because look, I was a good kid. Like yeah. I didn't really do anything. I wasn't in jail. I didn't, you know what I mean? I, 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 for the most part, followed rules, and I in it in it really. I didn't let on to it, but yeah, I mean, and I had a I had a moment with him right before he died. My dad was in the hospital for the last like year and a half of his life. Um, he kind of let himself go, gained a ton of weight. I didn't even, my dad was a, my mom and my dad were thin all throughout my life. I mean, like they were young, good. I mean, I had the young, good looking mom and dad and the last two years of his life, my dad gained an incredible amount of weight. And I think that it attributed to his heart disease. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. And he was in the hospital and I came up for my, cause I talk about this pretty openly over the years. I lost, this is all on my dad's side. I lost my dad, my papa and my grandma within six months of each other. It was Ugh. two months, two months, two months. I lost my papa 
then my grandma, and then my dad died. Mm. And so my papa was the first to die. And when I went home, my grandmother begged me because she, you know, wanted reconciliation. She begged me to go to the hospital to see my dad. And I said, I'll, I'll go with you. And we went to the hospital. And I remember walking in and my dad was very excited to see me. And we, we were there for about a half hour. And my dad had a really good relationship with all of the nurses. You know, when I wasn't around, my dad was very much like the life of the party. And I didn't even realize that until his funeral when people would tell me. I didn't know that side of my dad. And this one nurse who obviously was close to my father walked in. And my dad, I'm standing there, and my dad looked at me, looked at the nurse, and he said to the nurse, he goes, you see this right here? And he pointed over to me, and he goes, this is the only good thing I've ever done in my life. <gasps> oh, oh, my gosh. Oh. And that was the last thing that he ever said to me. And then I and then I left, and then he died three oh, months later. Oh, my goodness, Jason. And that was and it. So much of people's like heartache and fam- familial relationship struggles are really like just about trying to be the best you you can be and being accepted for you. Yeah, uh, Oprah always says it. I think it's a Maya quote. Um, you, uh, when you know better, you do better. And I think my dad did the best he could. You know, yeah. and when he knew better, he did better. And that's why I let that go. And I, I regret. Colin asked asked me about six months ago. It is a big regret. It's a sadness of mine. It's not really a regret. I couldn't really do anything. But it it is very sad to me that my dad and I never had the opportunity to reconcile. Because if he was alive today, I know that I would have reached out. Yeah. And we would have had probably a really wonderful relationship. So, Well, it really does uh, shape, you know, who as a, a man, how your relationship with your father is really, I mean, for women too, but it's really critical. And Oh, absolutely. And so that, I know that's affected you. I'm really glad to hear that towards the end of his life, he had yeah. the courage to say that to you. I hope that makes a difference. Oh, it does. I think about that all the time. Yeah. I, and I really do. If anybody's listening, you know, it's never too late. Like never if too you late. Yeah. have all this family baggage, you me. can lay your, your luggage down mm-hmm. and start anew. Yeah, it's absolutely. never too late. Yep. We're going to lay our luggage down right now. When we come back, Elizabeth Reese is here at the Dirt Alert. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. We'll continue our therapy session in a little bit, but right now it's time to get the biggest entertainment stories of the day in the Dirt Alert with Elizabeth Reese. Hello, Elizabeth. I love that. I think therapy for all. I love it. it I think I it's very it. important. Stuff like this. It's yes. really wonderful. Thanks for sharing, you guys. I am going to start the Dirt Alert with some Father's Day news, okay? Uh, Brad Pitt spent Father's Day with his kids in mm-hmm. London. Amid this new custody agreement with Angelina Jolie, we were talking about the custody agreement mm-hmm. quite a bit last week, and um, that entailed Angelina Jolie being court ordered to give Brad Pitt more time with their children over the summer. Uh, so a judge said it would be harmful to their six children to not be able to have a relationship with their dad. And the court also noticed noted that it is critical that each of them have a healthy and strong relationship with both their mother and their father. Now, hmm. Maddox is free to decide who he spends his time with because he is 16. Um, but the other kids who are younger have more mandated time. And um, apparently Brad Pitt and the kids were hanging out together over the weekend. Weren't you hoping that they would kind of be bigger people and work this out? I mean, I was hoping it's so dirty to hear all this stuff. I think so too. And then I don't know if it's like a judge trying to make a point or trying to make an example out of them because 
I, I don't know. I was reading some things last week that it's like a little bit out of the ordinary for a judge to say that much about stuff. Yes. You know, I mean, yes. I and like when you talk about like what family law entails, it certainly is much more personal than other forms of law. Mm-hmm. But it's generally like here's what's at the best interests of the kids. And it doesn't necessarily go so deep. Right. You know, it's more like here are the necessities. Here's what this the state has interest in making sure that they're taken care of. Yeah. It just felt like, oh, do we, all these details. And, do we, yeah, as the public, do we deserve to know this? And is or, Angelina uh, really oh, keeping him from the kids and just, uh, I don't I know. I want them to do good for the kids. Yes. I don't care to know. Put the kids first. I know. And I just am kind of sad about this breakdown of this relationship anyway. Still. Yeah. I, know. <laughs> I know. I'm still sad too. about Jennifer Garner and Ben Affleck. I'm still sad about Jessica Simpson and Nick Lachey. I mean, I don't know what to do with these feelings, you guys. <laughs> Chris Pratt, Anna Ferris. I need another therapy session. Mm-hmm. Can I get in on it next time? Yeah, you can, we're going to continue after the break. Pop so on. Is, yep. is, pop on in. <laughs> okay, more dad news. Meghan Markle's father uh, did an interview with Good Morning Britain. And she, he says she was very emotional when he told her that he would not be able to walk her down the aisle on her wedding day. He said they were disappointed. Meghan cried. And they both said, take care of yourself. We're really worried about you. I would think this was more sincere if he wouldn't do it on Good Morning Britain. Agreed. You know what I mean? Yes. Why do you need, you, you apologize to your daughter. If, you, if, if, if her feelings are paramount, then you made the apology to the person that matters. You don't need to publicly. That tells me that you are trying to repair your public image mm. and your daughter really isn't top of mind. Well, and Jason, here's more proof of that. Listen to this, what he had to say. He said, the unfortunate thing for me now is I'm a footnote in one of the greatest moments in history rather than dad walking her down the aisle. That upsets me somewhat. It's not about you, dude. Right. And okay, I mean, it's time to stop now. Stop talking. Stop. You were maybe ignorant to how this works in the beginning. And we get that. But now, you know, and let her just do her thing and just talk to her privately. He said um, when Harry called and asked for him, his, you know, blessing essentially to marry Megan, he said, Harry asked for her hand over the phone. And I said, you're a gentleman. Promise me you'll never raise your hand against my daughter. And of course, I will grant you my permission. Okay, that is just a weird thing to say. That felt weird too. Yes. Thank you, Steph. You don't go right out with the please don't smack her. That's exactly (laughs) what I thought. I thought that is so bizarre. Yeah. And then I also thought it was so, I like, I, and this comes down to me. I'm very against the permission thing because I just think like we are in charge of ourselves. We're in charge of our own beings. You know, it's the same way I feel about like who gives this man, this woman to this man. That feels very bad to me. All of it, like, I just, don't like that so I sometimes have to separate my personal feelings but I still feel like I was happy to grant you my permission I mean she's 34 years old or 35 years old granted your permission to she got married and you didn't show up to that wedding either oh really I mean it's like come on pal yeah like Harry was being a real stand-up guy by even including you yep that's exactly right and that guy needs to just pipe down I know I'm with you um Miley Cyrus and Liam Hemsworth went on a Father's Day lunch outing with Tish and Billy Ray Cyrus. Aww. I mean, these two crazy kids. I mean, they're just like, they're going to stay T- together. <laughs> Tish is such a great Southern woman name. Oh, it's so good. Southern Tish. lady Tish. I love that. That if would I was be a great write, name for a dog. Yes. Well, if I was to write like a Southern novel, <laughs> yeah. I would I would name the, uh, the protagonist Tish. Yeah. <laughs> Tish. Every it, time I hear the name Billy Ray Cyrus, I have these funny mullet pictures in my head. Yeah. Yeah. 
That's good. Well, yeah, yeah, it is good. Should. It <laughs> makes me smile. Elizabeth does not have a mullet, and you can no. see her today at 3 on Twin Cities Live. For more on these stories, go to mytalk1071.com. When we continue uh, after the break, more of our therapy session. Elizabeth, you're more than welcome to stay on the couch with us. <laughs> Thanks. We'll be right back. Everything Entertainment. I'm Chase with Lex. And Dawn McLean, Alexis is gone for a couple days on a surprise vacation. <laughs> Stephanie Hansen filling in. <laughs> we never talked about that. I was like, oh, hey, I'm supposed to work on Friday for you guys, but I can't. Mm, and yeah. uh, the Jason's like, um, what? And then yeah. Alexis, text Chase, thread. Chase oh, yeah. I'll call you. Yeah, Jason, yeah. no. I don't know. The bottom line, 830 friends, uh, Alexis, uh, this vacation snuck up on her uh, and she didn't remember until about the day before. So uh, <laughs> anyway, she'll be back on Thursday. Uh, we're, we're so glad to have Stephanie here uh, mm-hmm. for the next several days as we continue our therapy session. Uh, that's what I call these conversations. Conversations. I love these conversations. We were talking about uh, relationships with fathers and stuff. I had a moment this weekend that I think um, people can relate to. I had kind of a little breakdown. And anyone, and it's funny stuff that you brought brought up your, your fasting because Stephanie is, I don't know, eating pea soup every other day or some <laughs> crap like that. I don't know what you're doing. Just two days a week. Yeah, yeah. And then, you know, Dawn's doing MetaFast. Every, I, I think it's fair to say that Lex included everybody that touches this show um, at one point or another, we all struggle with weight or we have, <laughs> yep. you know what I mean? And I, I just kind of had a real moment on, on Saturday, I had a little bit of a breakdown and that was, I was doing, um, eating a, a nachos. Kind of a, yeah, that was no, I ate nachos to feel better, okay. but, uh, I was eating once again, eating my feelings. No, I, uh, <laughs> I, uh, I know I, I, I think it's, it's also exasperated by pride, by pride month and just the pride weekend and the pressure that comes with that as a gay man. And I was doing a photo shoot on Saturday and I, it brought up every insecurity, every struggle that I have, which is very odd. I'm sure it's a, probably a concept that's weird for you guys to hear me discuss because you say to yourself, well, you goober, you're on television all day. There's a camera up your butt. You know, for an hour, hour or two every day. And and it's a little bit different because, um, you know, I'm in a suit. Um, I feel confident at that moment. But doing a photo shoot where I'm in like casual clothes, um, I'm not really in control of the situation. I really shut down. I cried. I, I was it um, because I don't, you know, I, I, I will always struggle with weight and I'm not thrilled with how I look right now. And uh it 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 like was debilitating. I I was I was debilitated, and it and it kind of shut me down. What were you doing a photo shoot for? No, just a photo shoot. It okay, was and you just know but, the regulars. Yeah, yeah, just a photo shoot, and it 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 just um it brought out the worst in me. It brought out my the worst fears that I have, the worst insecurities. I felt so ugly. I felt I felt so fat, and I and it's Aww. and it's. And it's I didn't feel good about myself at all because I was in clothes that, you know, I I didn't pick. So they didn't fit real well, in my opinion. And I I could feel I was sweating and I um, I cry. I was just it was it was bad. It was really, really bad. And I'm bringing this up because 
I think it's also exasperated by I, I, I see folks on Instagram and I know some of them are just kidding, but um, I, I think it's 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 sometimes worse for gay men because there is there is a segment of our community that unless you look like Ryan Philippi or you have zero percent body fat, they don't put a lot of value in you. And really? that's just the, that's just the harsh truth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you and feel I like um, forgotten sometimes? Don, feel, do you go ahead? No, I, I just feel sometimes if you aren't the perfect size 10 or you don't look like Bradley, you know what I mean? You're not a workout, you know, you don't that you are sometimes forgotten and you're thought of as less of. And I, I feel bad for anyone that is in that situation because I know it. And, and, and again, you would think because I, you know, I do this TV show and I have this, that I, that I have all of this confidence, but you know, when, when all of that goes away, you know, I, I deal with the same struggles as everybody else, especially being a gay man that doesn't walk around with, you know, a 30 inch waist or, you know, mm-hmm. the, 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 uh, the perception of what, you know, a good looking gay guy should look like. Uh, that's not me. I don't think it'll ever be me, but I struggle with that. I think I'm about to say something super sexist. Oh my gosh. So help me if I do. Go Um, ahead. These are real conversations. Just go ahead. Well, in some ways I feel like, is that what women have felt like and feel like all the time? Absolutely. The next thought I had then was, well, then maybe guys feel like this too. And it has nothing to do with whether you're gay or a woman or a man, that it's all just that like self and your self-talk and just how... We all lack confidence in our physical appearance for the most it's, part. It's not it's not exclusive to any uh, gender. I'm just speaking. I can only speak. I can only speak for myself and sure. being a gay man of a certain look and size. It is. It is very difficult to walk through this world sometimes. Okay. It is very difficult when you are not the the magazine definition of beautiful when you are not when you don't have the perfect chest or you don't you know you don't have the perfect flat stomach and i think it goes across all gender and all makes and models but i know from my experience and the letters that i get and especially now with pride i see all these hashtags of pride diet and, you know, people, people are stopping eating because they want to look a certain way. I, it, I actually, if I'm being very honest, what made me think of this whole thing, obviously, is what I went through on Saturday. But also, I remembered you have no idea how relieved I was that I did not have to be in our pride parade and be up there with Bradley and be on the float in front of the community this year or any year I, but last year I didn't, I wasn't there Yep. and there was such a sense of relief. I was so glad that I was hundreds of miles away and I didn't, and I'm only, I'm using Bradley because it's just, you know, my boy is beautiful and he works his butt off. You know, I'm, I'm, he is my dear, dear friend. I'm just using him because 
I'm. Uh, He's I in Uganda myself, anyway. You can talk well, about him. No, no, no. I'm not. And I'm not I, I love him, and this isn't. This is a, actually a compliment and to him. All he eats is eggs and turkey. That's no fun. Uh, hey, but he works his butt off. I I'm know. just saying it is. I unfairly put myself up against him because we are both the two that we're the the two gay guys yeah. in the station. Yep. And it is debilitating for me sometimes. Um. So on that float. So I think about all of the I think about the gay men that are like me that, you know, look at. Uh, they look around at the, the bar and they see all of these perfect, you know, quote unquote, perfect bodies. And you do. I spent most of my 20s feeling that way, feeling kind of forgotten that, you know, people. Don't want to date you or they don't want to, you know, they only want the pretty, the, the a gays is what they're called. The, you know, is there such a thing? Oh, absolutely. The high school A-Gays? never ends. Yeah. Oh. The high school never really ends. And it is a reality. It's harsh. It's not everybody's. Let me be very clear because I don't want to be ripped apart. It is not everybody's experience. But you cannot tell me that my my experience is not shared by many, probably mm-hmm. some of you listening. And this Saturday brought it all out. And especially with pride, with pride in my Rear view or with pride uh, coming down the pike this week. Oh, I it, it's it's pressure. A lot pride of pride diet. I never heard of such a thing. Have you heard of this Toblerone, Don? Yeah. So there's this whole hashtag going on on Instagram where, and I think it was started by the Toblerone Kardashians. <laughs> yeah, where you put your legs together, and if you have like the triangle where you can see through, see air through your legs together. It's like thigh gap, but yeah. just a different version of that. It Actually, looks like it's a, better than thigh gap because it allows you to have a little bit of fat. <laughs> but it looks like a Toblerone. So now women are like trying to measure against, yeah. can you get this Toblerone? And I just was like, oh, wow. The it's only just place I'm much. putting a Toblerone is in my In mouth. my face, <laughs> in my pie hole. Yeah. Not between my legs. <laughs> First of all, it'd melt real quick, but... Yeah, but you're absolutely right. I mean, women, I mean, come on. I mean, the fact that, you know, people people put individuals on magazine covers as the as the beauty benchmark and which, the corset training. I mean, yeah. to try to get like that super small waist. And I if you're doing it more power to you, my organs have enough problems digesting what I eat, let alone shoving them into something for days on end and rearranging them. Yeah, that's so odd. Like, let's not do that. It's just going backwards. I don't know. That's not where I, that's the last place I lose weight. So I don't feel like that I fit into that category. I'm never going to be that unless I were to, you know, that hourglass shape that's so like revered. They, they have, yeah. yeah, they have morphed, you know, their body by squeezing. And wearing those things, and I just, I'm never going to look like that, but. It is funny, though. Like, just this show, the three of us, like, Uh I'm doing, I'm fasting today. Mm -hmm. Dawn's perpetually on the diet. Yeah. Jason, we're to, like, we're fairly well-adjusted people, I think. But Mm -hmm. maybe this is just the struggle that is just the struggle. This is, is, yeah. And I've always known it, yeah. But, uh, Jason, I can acknowledge that my other friends, I have a lot of male gay friends. My best friends are gay males and they say the same thing a lot of pressure you know if you're not that perfect you know five percent body fat and ripped they feel like they're invisible you know you do it's a real thing 
and it's not often talked about because, and I don't like generalities either, but it is, it is very real for a lot, mm-hmm. for a lot of folks. Mm-hmm. And in it, and Steph, it's interesting that you said what you just said. I've known that this was my, I mean, I'm very blessed in so many aspects of my life. I mean, I have a, an unbelievable family and great friends. Um, even though Don doesn't want to hang out with me, but I have really good friends and (laughs) I had to bring some levity, but anyway, um, (laughs) but this is, this is it. This was my big struggle. I was just going to say, maybe this just means that we won't be seeing you in assless chaps. Nor should you on the pride parade. (laughs) I don't care if I did look like Bradley. You really, we don't Uh. need to see those. So maybe that's the silver lining here. No assless chaps. Yeah. How about you wear a rainbow suit? I'll do that. I'll do that. A rainbow suit would be real cute and real Jason Matheson. Yeah. Let's yeah, get you I'll one. Do I'll do that. Yeah. It'd be adorbs. It's all, if you think about everything that you struggle with, it usually goes back to your childhood, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. It all, you know what I mean? It all, it all usually stems from oh, that. Because sure. so. you always have that inner child who's five years old mm-hmm. shouting in your ear going, Everybody else can eat cake. Why can't mm-hmm. I? Well, I was always I can. the skinniest girl in my class, always, all the way through uh, up until 12th grade. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Well, yeah. I, and I don't want to take this really down the rabbit hole, but I can point, you can look at childhood pictures of me mm-hmm. and you can, Don knows where I'm going, but, uh, but I think it's important to say because I think it's for someone out there, they can feel it and know mm-hmm. that they're not alone. Mm-hmm. You can point, you can look at all of my childhood pictures and you can see the year because I was sexually abused by three people and when I was a kid and you can start, you can see when that abuse started The weight. Be, because I started eating to make myself unattractive to the abusers. You have to hide. Oh. You have to hide. You have to make yourself, you have to make, and, but you don't know you're doing that as a kid, but you can look at my pictures and you can know the moment. Um, and I can look back and I know I can look at the, I can look at the Jasons and I know when that happened. That's interesting. And yeah. Yeah. 846, everybody. Uh, that was today's therapy session. Uh, <laughs> yeah. We're going to take a break and we'll be back right after these words. Jason and Alexis in the morning on my talk 1071, everything entertainment coming up on 852. Hope you're making uh, the. Making your uh, way into work pretty okay. I know the roads are horrible, guys. You don't have to tell us. Kenny the Traffic uh, Daddy here, top and the bottoms of every hour. He'll be back for Lori and Julia now that Minneapolis is basically shut down. <laughs> There's one little... <laughs> it's closed. One, one little mouse door that you can crawl in to get into Minneapolis. <laughs> but you have to swim years. across the river in a canoe first before you yes. can find the mouse door. Mm. Exactly. So, uh, St. Paul's your, open. Come on over. St. Paul's open. That's right. Getting great emails uh, from all of you for our, uh, I always call them our therapy session conversations. Um, Very real conversation about body image for both men, women. I was speaking just as a gay man as pride is approaching. Kind of had a little bit of a breakdown at the catalyst for one part of the conversation was I had kind of a breakdown at a photo shoot because none of the clothes were fitting. And I felt so hideously ugly. I really did. I felt like just a moose. And... It was debilitating is the only word I can really use. And I got an email from a friend of mine. I won't say her name, but she talks about something that I'm sure a lot of you struggle with and I'm sure um, is relatable. She said, um, you know, what's funny about body image is that we spend time obsessing over how we look and what others think. But I never think that way about others. So I think people don't judge as much as we think. 
But girl, when I walk into a room, the first thing I do is look around to determine if I'm the fattest person in the room. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I, I've I've done that. Mm-hmm. You know, Don. I mean, it's mm-hmm. it's yeah. I I can relate to it. Back in the day when I was uh, out of college and as a theater person having an agent and going you know i was with a modeling agency and it was really rough i mean when you go to on a a call like a go see is what they call it where you're basically being judged and being chosen among other models or even an acting call the first thing you do is you see if you who is skinnier than you it's really a horrible thing that just is a terrible thing that gets into your head about, am I skinnier than them? Are they skinnier than me? Am I the skinniest yeah. girl in the room? Because I mean, it's all, I mean, I was one of the heavier girls at 105 pounds at wow. the time. For years and years, I was that size, and I think it really messed with me. Yeah. So, yeah, I can relate to that for sure. It's it, the little, the mind games we do. With, well, you guys, ourselves, yeah. you like us just the way we are. Hopefully. I do, and <laughs> as I turned 50... This is my FIF, and mm-hmm. let that stand for whatever you think it stands for. <laughs> I am accepting myself. I am hugging my fat roll. I am trying to be healthy. I'm right. trying to exercise. I'm trying to be the best me I can be. Because you know what? For 50 years, I looked at that way. I mm-hmm. felt that way about myself. I walked into a room. I am so done with that. Mm-hmm. Like, Atta I'm girl. just going to be the best me I can be. There's and I'm something not for very everyone. freeing about that. Yes. Isn't it just letting go? Hi, Jace. And I'm going to invite you to do that at 40 or 30 or 20 because... You're only, everybody's doing this to themselves much more than anyone else is doing so it true. to you. Donna, uh, sorry you came in on our therapy session conversation. <laughs> uh, what's, what's coming up today on your show? Well, I have questions about tipping. Yes. We're going to get to that at 9.30. There's always questions about yes, tipping, there right? there really is. Yes. So we're going to have a little uh, Q&A on tipping because I tipped somebody over the yeah. weekend and somebody said to me, you didn't have to tip him for that. I'm yeah, like, great, it's just uh, 20 bucks. It's one of my favorite conversations. We, we'll pick it up, too. Don and Steve will start it, and we'll pick it up uh, tomorrow, because Stephanie's a good arbiter of that oh, conversation. Yeah, for sure. Okay. And I have yeah. surprising thoughts. There are some people I don't tip. Yeah. We'll see you tomorrow, everybody. Stay tuned for Don and Steve. Be well. It's a beautiful day. Grab a 30-day free trial of Live by Live Plus, and you'll get unlimited skips, commercial-free music, and all of the podcasts and live streaming events you can handle. Visit livexlive.com slash podcast one to learn more and start your free trial.